Welcome to Radio Worldview. I'm August Tuckabee. This week for our faculty interview segment, we had the chance to sit down with Bill Jack. As many of you know in the Worldview universe, Bill Jack was one of the original founders of Worldview Academy summer camps, and he has the title of Chancellor here at Worldview at the Abbey. Uh, We had the chance to sit down and talk to him about what students are learning in the classroom, as well as some of the evangelism that they've been doing as a part of their apologetics class, and what some of the results have been for that. In political science, we're, we're doing Utopia, Thomas More's Utopia, which is the, the idea that there is a perfect society that can be created. And More was poking fun at, at the English society of his day. The English had thought they'd figured it out. And he is poking a sharp stick at them. But we as Christians can fall prey to that same thing. We can fall prey to the idea that if we just do these things, if we just follow this formula, then we will raise perfect kids and we will have a perfect world. We can retreat and build our own little utopia. Hmm. And uh, that doesn't happen. Right. And so one of the problems that, uh, that I think we face here at the Abbey is that parents entrust their students to us because they think it's a safe place. It'll be a perfect place. And we don't want that. Right. We don't want to give that false impression. And so one of the things that we really encourage here at the Abbey is uh, engagement with the culture. So in the apologetics class today, for example, this particular section of apologetic students had not been out at the local high school engaging students in conversation and sharing their faith. And so they went out today for the first time. Hmm. And uh, it's always interesting to watch a group who's never been out in the park near the high school talking to high school students. It's always interesting to get their first impression after that experience. And inevitably it is, wow, they were willing to talk to us. Mm-hmm. They were really nice students. They were, they were pleasant. Yeah. Uh, they were polite. They really dug down into spiritual things. It's, our students are amazed that people are willing to talk about spiritual things. And the other impression they got, they come back with, is there are really broken people out there. Right. Because the area where we go is in the park, and that happens to attract a lot of potential dropouts or students who are on the fringe in a variety of ways. And they just kind of hang out there. But they're also the ones who are most willing to talk about issues, about spiritual things, because nobody else is willing to talk to them about that. Uh, So they recognize, number one, that people are interested in spiritual things. We just don't think they are. And number two, that people are people. They'll talk to you. And so it gives our students kind of a reality check Mm -hmm. that while they're here, they're here with like-minded Christians who have similar goals and similar values. But that's not the real world. Excuse me. 
That's not the unreal world in which they live or will live. Right. And so I think that's one of the benefits we have here at the Abbey. It's, it's the, we can examine ideas academically. We can also examine ideas experientially. We can take what we're learning in the classroom and discussing in the classroom and actually put feet on it. Yeah. And it's not even that, I think an important distinction of worldview is just that it's not even that we can do it experientially, but we do. Like we take time out of our classes to say, to go and do this. And we have infrastructure in our program where students have to go and get out. And it's it's not even an option. It's like, no, you we're going to have an, a voluntary evangelism program on Thursdays that you can go do. It's like, nope, you're part of this curriculum, so you're going to go out and do this. Right. right. It, is, it is an integrated aspect into the syllabus. Right. You know, it's this it's part of what's expected. Yeah. And whether you've had experience doing it or not, or whether you like it, or whether you want to do it, you're going to go do it because right. it's a command. Mm-hmm. It's not my command. It's the command to go and make disciples. Right. Um, it so it transforms the way that students look at the world around them. Yeah, it transforms the way they look at people. They don't just see them as, you know, the guys who hang out in the park. Mm-hmm. They don't see them as a group. Right. They see them as individuals. Exactly. Yeah, and that builds empathy. And that's. Yeah. I always, um, I've seen that in our, our students before, and I think it's something we have to continue to fight in a program like this where there's so much intellectual questioning going on where it becomes about just the ideas that people have, and they have, students can tend to push away the individual and categorize them as an idea, an atheist, uh, an agnostic, whatever it is, and going out and doing evangelism, whether it's as a part of the class or whether it's a part of community involvement and talking to people about things that matter, it does make it personal. And that's one of the things that I harp on the most is that, just like you were talking about, we don't want students to come here and be in a silo, to come be in some magical place off in the mountains by themselves because that doesn't ultimately solve any problems. And that's probably one of the biggest issues that Christianity has today in the larger culture is that we all just yell about how dumb the other side is and we're not willing to actually reach across and talk to someone who has a different perspective than us and so yeah so I see that um, students do get that reality check just like you were saying Absolutely. one of the students this, this afternoon said or this morning said uh, you know he said it was really encouraging we were out there for in five minutes we were we were talking to students about very serious spiritual matters mm-hmm and he said, it's more than just talking about the weather with yeah. people. That they were willing to drill down into tough issues and have a serious conversation. Yeah. And that doesn't happen inside those classrooms in the school building. But we can certainly make it happen on the sidewalk. Yeah. And hopefully those students, those high school students, will carry it back into the classroom and say, hey, teach. There were some people out there on the sidewalk, and they asked me this question. Right. What do you think about what's wrong with the world? Yeah. What do you think the solution is? Mm-hmm. Who do you think Jesus is? What do you think happens when you die? Right. And then the conversations, you know, 
ping pong ball around that building. Yeah. And maybe it'll give Christians opportunities, Christian teachers, other Christian students opportunities to pick up the conversations. Yeah. Well, and it's not just for those students as well, but for ours too. Because mm-hmm. our students don't have all the answers when they go out and start asking them. And so I love to just be on the debrief side whenever they come back and I say, hey, I heard you guys went out to the park. How did that go? And then they just start talking about it. And then you can just use that as an opportunity to follow up because they have questions too. And that's a really important thing to remember always about worldview is people get scared of, and they have the excuse of, well, I don't know what I'll say if I get asked this question. Yeah. I don't have, uh, you know, what if I'm asked this? What if I'm asked this? Right. Well, that will, uh, that'll neutralize you. Oh yeah. Faster than anything. Yeah. You you said, well, I, I don't have all the answers, so I won't go out. If you wait until you have all the answers, you'll never go out. Right. Uh, but what you discover is that after going out three or four or five times, you will probably have heard 95% of all of the objections to right. trusting Christ or trusting the reliability of the Bible that you will ever hear. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of those objections out there. Yeah. And so it's an opportunity for us to train our students to make them comfortable in settings like that. And to give them the, uh, to encourage them to a lifestyle of evangelism. Right. So yeah. that they are ready in season and out of season yeah. to proclaim truth and grace. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that's um, all we have time for today. So thank you so much for catching us up a little bit. No, know. it's a joy. It's a hoot to watch them. Yeah, it is fantastic. And it's great to hear the stories every time. It is. For sure. It's an encouragement. Thanks, Huck. You bet. In our student profile for this week, we actually had an alumni student, Micah Flagg, stop by to discuss a little bit about his experience with Worldview at the Abbey last year, now that he's had a few months under his belt after having gone through the program in its entirety, as well as his experience with Worldview Academy summer camps as a staff member this past year. So talk to me about where you are now and, well, just give me a rundown on your life. Because you came here, you were here last year, you're from Canada, so you're one of our international students. Yep. And you staffed for Worldview Academy summer camps this past year. Was that for the entire summer? That was for the entire summer. So. For the entire summer, I staffed West Team um, with Mike Tylan's team after the Abbey. Uh, as far as where, is I'm, where I'm at right now, yeah, uh, I'm helping my family business kind of keep running. We work with Lumberyard and selling those kind of things. So just kind of picking up a job here and there. As far as my intentions go, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at medical school still. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just looking at what schools are a possibility, whether in the U.S., Canada, or internationally, okay. where God has me placed in what time zone or time frame that be. Cool. Awesome. So talk to me about some of the things that you took away from the Abbey. So right now you are two to three months, well, not two, you're probably three to four months out from last May, and you've had the chance to go staff at summer camp. So like, what were some of the things since that time that have stuck with you or that you've used regularly? I mean, has there been anything that you formed as habits while you were here or that you learned to value? Any ideas? 
I think probably one of the biggest things that I've learned to take away, even going into the summer, was how to think critically from this program. Okay. Um, just even with all the faculty giving encouragement in that, Jeff Baldwin, Bill Jack, you, um, everyone saying it's important as Christians to think critically about things. And so even in my staffing in the summer and even going back home, when you hear something, it's not always now taking it and just hearing it and setting it in your brain, but thinking about what they actually mean with this. What are they saying? Asking the four killer questions. Um, and a lot more so than just summer camp because you get the full nine months of going through here to be able to kind of repeatedly go over the things. So you feel like you learned that more than just going to summer camp? Yes. Had you gone to our Worldview Academy camps? Yeah. Okay. So I attended two World v two years as a Worldview student uh, up in Washington in the gotcha. Seattle camps. And then right after that year, I went to the Abbey and then staffed. Awesome. Awesome. And are you keeping up with any of the uh, students? Are you keeping up with any of your classmates? Yep. So I, I've heard from almost everyone as far as uh, our classmates go. Um, there's a few people I haven't heard from. Uh, they just haven't got back to me, and they're pretty busy with school. Sure. So it's normal life. But I've tried to keep in contact with as many people as I can, mainly okay. my roommate and a few other people. Yeah. So. And, ha I mean, what does that look like? Do you all Skype regularly, or you just call them, or...? Um, video call or text, uh, and sometimes if we have time in our schedules align, even just voice calling using okay. the phone. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And you, uh, so you worked with Chandler Bass this summer who is a student with us now, um, and before, and yeah, so you, you had just staffed, or excuse me, you had just been a student with us, and then you went to staff, and then he was a staff with you, and then just came to be with us. So did y'all get to talk about the Abbey Sum during the year? I mean, were you the main reason that he's here? Are you the person that we have to blame whenever he breaks things around here, or what? I mean, possibly, maybe a little bit. <laughs> May have encouraged that a little bit. Sure. Um, but... No, I don't think I'm the main reason he's here. He was deciding, he decided he wanted to go Worldview at the Abbey before he met me. Okay. Um, and so we actually didn't get talking about it until probably about three weeks into the summer uh, when we both realized that I had gone to the Abbey and that he was going to the Abbey. So we did get to talk a lot about things, um, just things I learned in my year that he could take away and things he could uh, just be prepared for as the year comes in. Yeah, okay. So what are some of your what are some of your favorite memories from the year? I definitely have to say some of the favorite memories is just fun shenanigans we had. The house competitions was a great reminder and a great memory of just working together communally. The food and even the hikes. Canyon City is like beautiful as you can see out here. Is there's so many mountains and so many just things of God's creation. Even now in the fall, the aspen leaves are falling. Yeah. So even just getting to go out as a house or as a school or even just with people you want to, hey, let's go on a hike today. Yeah. So that is definitely one of my top memories of just being able to go to places like Bishop's Castle, like Lake Isabel, like Island in the Sky, all those places. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was hoping to get a point, uh, get, get an opportunity to put that in this podcast somewhere. But right now in Canyon City, it's about 70 to 75 degrees outside. Yep. It's sunny. Uh, the, it's already kind of semi-snowed or sleeted once, but I don't think it quite froze, and so all the leaves are still turning yellow and orange, and there's a slight breeze that just whispers of fall, and so it's really a magical time to be here on campus. Uh, the other day, last week during our podcast, there was a tractor that was driving by actually cutting hay in the field that our office looks out on, you know, and on that same field there's been 
deer that have regularly been coming out of the trees that are right there and so they always come by and students get a kick out of taking photos of them so it's just a fantastic time of year here right now um well that's awesome yeah, yeah those are it's awesome that those are some of the some of the great memories um which house were you in i was part of house dynia so dynia comes from the mind the word mind as far as scripture goes heart mm-hmm. soul mind and strength yep and what were some of the things that y'all came up with for your house last year uh, so we came up with the house motto, house verse, and our house uh, mascot. Mm-hmm. So our mascot was the lighthouse. And uh, as far as our motto goes, to set minds ablaze. Um, mm. And we were given the task to turn it into Latin as well, which is... Ooh. Oh, do I remember? Mentis incident in Latin. Wow. Which means to set minds ablaze. Yeah. I cannot remember what above verse though was. Ah, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, one of the things we... It's been awesome to see this year because this is our second year with the house system and so we really challenged students at the beginning of the year to take ownership of that and how they've really continued to build upon the legacy that you guys started with the house motto and uh, the mascot and Bible verse and kind of continue to take that forward. Mm-hmm. So great job. Which is really cool because I for our year, it was the first thing. It was we are setting this the kind of table for the other students who are coming in and so to see how much has grown in the last year is awesome Mm -hmm. definitely has brought a lot of students together closer yeah yeah for sure so did you did you feel like you got to use your training here at the abbey during the summertime yes i do actually yeah so you kind of mentioned critical thinking earlier but i mean was there anything else that came out in terms of talking to students about philosophy or the evangelism stuff that we did during the year that came out to help during the summer as well, or any any ideas? I mean, all of the above you okay. just mentioned is is applicable to summer camp. I think definitely critical thinking, but also just life experience. Being here and being able to go evangelize every week or once every two weeks gives you that repetitious moment, so you th- see things, and it's not kind of a one of year, a once a year thing as comes with camps. Right. You're able to do it continually, and so you get to continue conversations that you've had. And you see different things in different parts of people. So going into summer with that uh, definitely gave me a good insight into, okay, these students are going to evangelize as a one-time thing. Here's some questions I can ask them to kind of get them prepared for it, knowing now what I know. Yeah, awesome. What was your favorite class last year? I would have to say TGC. Okay. Yeah, the great conversation. Yeah. It it doesn't really... I don't know if I could choose between either faculty, whether it be Pugors or Baldwin. Sure. But... Both times were great. Uh, just reading all the way from Plato's Republic all the way to the end of Bonhoeffer, mm-hmm. um, and everything that we could manage in a time in between. So, like, even they're reading now uh, Athanasius on the Incarnation. Right. Great book. Uh, just the theological discussion that comes from that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Just talking about Christ's incarnation and the reasons behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, Michael Flag. Thank you so much for coming and stopping in. You're here on vacation, so thanks for putting in a little bit of work for us. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you very much, Huck. You bet. We absolutely love it when our alumni students stop by and get the chance to check in with our staff a little bit. So thank you so much, Micah, for stopping by and uh, chatting with us a little bit this week. This week on campus, we had some visitors from Trinity International University visiting. Doctors Taylor Worley and Greg Carlson were here teaching on the arts and theology, as well as the practicality of discipleship. 
Trinity International University and Worldview at the Abbey have an agreement where students can earn up to 30 hours of college credit through Trinity by attending Worldview at the Abbey. Students who come and attend the Abbey program get credits in general education credits such as Intro to Literature, Political Science, and Economics. And whenever they graduate from our program, they have a Trinity transcript that transfers with them wherever they want to go. So as part of the benefit for that program, we have the opportunity to host several Trinity faculty members that come and teach in their areas of expertise during the year. So thank you so much to Dr. Greg Carlson and Dr. Taylor Worley for coming and spending a few days with us. That's all for today. As always, you can email podcast at worldview.org if you'd like to hear us discuss anything on the show that's going on in culture or in worldview history or lore. And we will definitely take a look at those, and we would be glad to uh, discuss what we can. For more information about our Worldview Academy summer camps, go to worldview.org. And for more information about Worldview at the Abbey, go to worldviewbridgeyear.com.